Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 38 of the Pop Anime Comics Lounge. I am coming straight off of Anime Boston, so I figured what better time to interview somebody who wrestles in Boston and the Boston area. It's none other than professional wrestler Davy N. And in this interview, we speak about how she got into wrestling, who her role models were, how she picked a school to wrestle in, and really her entire career, which includes having many rivalries, as well as winning a few titles. So sit back, enjoy, and we're going to dive right into the interview. So now you entered the wrestling business in 2013. When were you first exposed to wrestling? I believe I was 11, so that was around like 2005 is when I first started watching wrestling. And what were you watching in 2005, 2006 era? Just WWE. And now every wrestler has a moment when they know that they want to be a wrestler. When was yours? I'm not sure that I had an exact moment where it kind of clicked that I wanted to be a wrestler. I think I was just so immersed in being a fan and I just was like I want to do this when I grow up so you know I did my research when I was like 13 on schools in the area and just waited until I was old enough to be able to train and the rest is history. And obviously you entered during the 2005-2006 era. Who were you inspired by? What women, what men really did you like love and you wanted um, to emulate their style? My favorite male wrestler was Randy Orton and still to this day I love him he's so great in the ring and for a female Trish Stratus and Lita were my two favorites and then as I continued watching uh, Beth Phoenix is also up there as well and you mentioned something about schools how did you go about researching what schools to train at and what schools were available Kenny Dykstra grew up near me he actually went to high school with my sister and so they published an article in newspaper where I live about where he trained and how he made it to WWE. So he went to the Killer Kowalski School in Malden and that changed hands to the Chaotic Training Center and now it's the New England Pro Wrestling Academy and I just kind of followed the school as it changed hands and I was old enough to train and that's how I decided where I was going to go because I knew it was the best school in New England. And now let's talk about your training. When did you start to train as a wrestler? July 3rd, 2012. And in your training, how is your training broken up between the physical aspects, the technical wrestling, as well as the promo stuff? My school is really, really great because we have two rings. So all the beginners can start and learn all the fundamentals. And then as you progress, you move into the more advanced ring where there's no set routine of what we do for the day so going in we don't know what we're going to be doing so some days are just promo days some days are all cardio days some days we have matches some days we do shows it all just kind of depends on what my trainer's in the mood for so you know we do a lot of psychology training which I think is what sets my school apart from many other schools because it's not just about doing the moves and getting in the spots it's all about the psychology of putting in the match together and now when you're training how important is cardio when you're training as well as when you're currently wrestling probably one of the most important things in wrestling if you don't have good wind you're in for a fight you certainly are um training you will be so miserable if you're not in shape. And how do you stay in shape and with your cardio? In-ring blow-up drills is really good. Also, um, high-intensity interval training is probably the best cardio outside of a ring 
if you run marathons, it's still not going to help you with in-ring wind because there's so many ups and downs in a match. You know, you can be moving really, really fast and then maybe you're in a hold. So the high intensity interval training, I feel, is the best cardio outside of a ring to be able to keep in ring shape. And now to talk a little bit about your career, you started in 2013 wrestling at promotions including Ring of Honor, Lucky Pro Wrestling, Top Rope Promotions, and Chaotic Wrestling. How did you discover all these different promotions? I have to admit, when I first started training, I was not familiar with independent wrestling at all. And then as I was training, I started traveling to all these promotions to be able to just get my name out there and just be able to see, like, hey, I'm training, um, I'm match ready, you know, whenever if you want to put me on a show. So I was really blessed that the people from Ring of Honor sent my trainer an email just looking for a girl to do a spot on one of their shows and he recommended me for it and that really helped me get my name out there because that I mean ring of honor for your first match is a huge stepping stone so that's how I ended up there and then from there I just kind of you know kept showing up at promotion sending out emails and just letting people know I was match ready and hopefully they would put me on their show and they did and now I believe in your second match in uh, chaotic wrestling you faced Barbie for CW's women's title what was that like that was crazy it was really a blessing to be able to have a title match, have my second match. And Barbie is a really great competitor. She brought a, a lot out in me and I learned a lot from her. So it was really awesome to be able to just be in a ring with somebody so experienced and the champion and be able to be a contender in your second match. And what did that do for you psychologically to be put into a title match? Position. It was very nerve-wracking, obviously. I was so nervous just to have uh, all the eyes on me and just have that pressure of being in a title match. And I mean, and if I did win, like, I would, would have been chaotic wrestling woman's champion after one match so it was definitely a lot of pressure but i think it was even more motivation to just get even better because i was seen by a company as a contender in my first match for a title so it was nerve-wracking but also motivating match and now also during this year you wrestled maria canalis vita scott and casey ray along with mistress belmont what was it like wrestling all these different women and their different styles? Great to learn from all the different girls. Each of them brings something different to the table. Mistress Belmont has been wrestling for about 10 years, and I've wrestled her a numerous amount of times. So it's great. Every single time I get in the ring with her, I learn something. Maria has been so successful, and be able to just do a tag team match with her was incredible. And Casey Ray, another really great competitor. Just be able to, like, balance each other out in the ring you know are we teaming are we wrestling you just learn so much from wrestling all these different girls from all over the place instead of where I train I'm the only female so instead of just wrestling boys all the time it's nice to be able to get in the ring and wrestle a woman and learn from them and be able to adapt my style to their style and now in 2014 you wrestled Casey Ray three times for the CW women's title how do you feel that feud played out I wish that Casey and I had more time and more of a story to be able to play off of each other because I think it would have went really really well but I'm definitely happy I got to work with her before she retired and I got to work with her a lot and she's a great competitor and I really really enjoyed working with her and maybe one day she'll come out of retirement and we can have some more matches together. And then also this year you were in Lucky Pro Wrestling 
where you face Nikki Valentine in various matches, including singles, mixed tag team matches, and a steel cage match. How did you feel that this rivalry played out? I was really happy with how the rivalry with Nikki Valentine played out. It was a really long time, but it ended up with me winning the Lucky Pro Wrestling Women's Championship, so I'm very satisfied with that one. <laughs> and how did you feel about being in a steel cage match? That was very nerve-wracking. Obviously, first time for everything. So it was really cool to be in the first ever woman's cage match for Lucky Pro and having it being my first cage match. It was certainly a new experience. Um, it's definitely not easy because every time you hit the ropes or attempt to do something, you hit a cage and it does hurt a lot. So do it in again? I don't know, but <laughs> it was a good experience. <laughs> And then you also were in New England Championship Wrestling. How did you discover this promotion? When I first started training, a lot of the guys I trained with worked there. So I ended up being able to go and talk to the owner, Sheldon Goldberg. And he was kind enough to be able to see some talent in me and put me on his show. And I've had great success there. It's been a great company to work for. And they also just restarted their Triple W promotion, their all-women's promotion, which I was so thrilled to be a part of back in November. So yeah, NECW is a great place. And now in this promotion, you had a fantastic feud with Mistress Belmont. How did all these matches come about with her? Basically, myself and Mistress Belmont, she had this group called the Sisterhood, and she was just running rampant all over NECW and beating everybody and using her friends to be able to just keep her title. And I came in the ultimate underdog and was trying to fight off the sisterhood and trying to right the wrong she was doing for the women's division in, in NECW. And I did actually win my first championship through NECW and I beat Mistress Belmont. And then when we were going to have a rematch... I went to Japan. So unfortunately, we didn't get to have our rematch and we still have quite the rivalry. So hopefully now that I'm home, NECW will book that rematch pretty soon. You just mentioned that you spent time in Japan. What was it like to wrestle in Japan? It was so unbelievably incredible. The fans over there are just so amazing. They're so appreciative. Just unbelievable. It's indescribable to be able to get that opportunity to go over there and experience it. And honestly, if I could just wrestle there every single day, I would move there. And now you faced a few Japanese wrestlers. Was it difficult to construct a match with them due to language barrier? Yes, it was. It wasn't easy. Definitely a new challenge with that being able to work with somebody who doesn't speak your same language and the wrestling style is totally different but wrestling is wrestling so it you can kind of get a universal language with it but it was definitely harder to communicate with the Japanese girls with the language barrier and now how did you adapt to the style in Japan with your style I watched a lot of Japanese wrestling before going over so I could kind of get a feel of how they work over there and I do a lot of strong, powerful moves, and I feel like that's how my style is as a wrestler. Really strong, so it kind of fit in with their Japanese style. The mat wrestling was definitely a challenge for me, because I'm not huge on mat wrestling, but it was really good to be able to learn from them and pick up some more mat wrestling. How do you feel that you incorporated the entire Japanese experience when you came back to the States? 
Um, I just take what they taught me, put that into my repertoire a little bit. And then also my mindset is so different from being over there. So I have such a new appreciation for wrestling. It kind of made me fall in love with wrestling all over again. Just being around the fans in Japan and how appreciative they are and how to them it's their life. And to be able to come back home and just take all those new values and apply that has really just changed not only my wrestling style, but my mindset. And now, at some point, you were involved in a Texas bull rope match against Lexia Avery. How did this match come about? It started in Valkyrie Women's Professional Wrestling, brand new all-women's promotion. I wrestled for a few times, and they brought in Lexia Avery, and she was from the South, and she said that, you know, she was bigger and badder and better than me because she was from Texas and didn't approve that I was from New England. So when I beat her, it left a real bitter taste in her mouth. So she started interfering with my matches, and so I called her out, and she said that she would only accept my challenge if we would wrestle in a bull rope match. And I'm not about to back down from a fight. So I said yes. And then she ended up choking me out with a cowbell. So the bull rope match didn't exactly go in my favor. But I would really like a rematch with her. And obviously bull rope matches in WWE and other promotions have been quite intense. How did you prepare both physically and the psychological element of that match? Preparing physically was a trained even harder. Um, just to get myself in the best shape to be able to compete in that, you know, literally tied to my opponent. It was very strange. It was very difficult to have to be tied to somebody and they can just choke you out with the rope. Mentally, I just had to stay strong because... I knew she was trying to just shake my confidence by being like, this is my match, and da-da-da-da. So, unfortunately, she did take the cheap way out and choke me out, and I passed out in the ring. So, you know, I think next time, if we have a rematch, it should be a Boston street fight. Now, at the start of this podcast, you mentioned that you beat Nikki Valentine for the LPW women's title. What was that like beating your rival for the belt? It was incredible. Um, I've been with Lucky Pro Wrestling. It was one of the first promotions I've worked for. And they've been so great to me. And it's such a great environment. I and mean, it's kind of like a family. And to be able to finally conquer Nikki Valentine. We've been feuding for like over a year at that point when I won the title. So really just to finally get my revenge on her. And finally prove to everybody that I do actually deserve to be champion. And I worked my butt off to get there. I was so brand new when I first started in the company. And I think I really proved to everybody and myself that I've grown as a competitor. And it was really a great feeling. And I had all my family there. They saw me win the title. So it was awesome. It was a once-in-a-lifetime moment. And also in Lucky Pro Wrestling, you were part of the Kings and Queens tournament with Travis Gordon. How did that all occur? That occurred, my original tag team partner was supposed to be Cam Zagami. But Cam was picked to do a reality show called American Grit, which is going to air April 14th on Fox. There's my cheap plug for you, Cam. And so Travis was my fill-in partner for the Kings and Queens tournament. And we trained together, and he's great. And we had a absolute blast teaming together, and I hope we can again in the future. And do you find it easier to be in a mixed tag team or a regular tag team with another 
female wrestler or, or singles wrestler? I prefer singles wrestling, but I like to do the occasional tag team match. I don't have a preference if it's mixed tag or with another female, just a regular tag match. I like to be able to be a part of any match that I can and just learn from the people I'm with and just to have fun with it. When you're a part of a tag team match, you have another partner to rely on and learn from and have fun with. So tag team wrestling is great, but I do prefer to be a singles wrestler. And now you ended 2015 with another uh, CW women's title shot against Alexis. How does it feel to keep on getting title shots? It's really cool. It's really great to be able to, you know, have that opportunity in front of you to win a championship. And hopefully I'll get another one for Chaotic soon. And this time I'll actually win the Chaotic Wrestling Women's Championship. And now just recently you wrestled in a New York slash Japan combination promotion show. Uh, you, you teamed up with... I can't Kyoko Kimura. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, against... Uh, oh, I'm not even going to say this name. Fuck it. I don't even care. Just You, you know what match I'm talking yeah, about, right? Yeah, Renee Michelle and Mio Momono. How did you feel about facing them? I loved every second of that match. I lived with Mio for two months over in Japan, and she is such an amazing girl. She's 17. She dropped out of high school and moved into the dojo because she wanted to be a wrestler, and she's just a ray of sunshine. She is the cutest, most adorable little thing on the face of the planet, and we became best friends in the two months that I was over there. And to be able to see her again for her debut, her first ever match is in America, and I got to wrestle her and it was just so cool to be able to be a part of that and I was so thrilled for her because she deserves all the best like she's just so incredible and I was so happy to be a part of that match with her and just to be a part of her debut because she's just the most awesome girl and to see her again we live practically a world apart it was just such a great day and, and now you've defended your cw title a few times as well as you defended your lpw women's title just recently is it easy to defend the title or is it harder to defend the title or is it different than going after a title i think it's harder to defend a title because you've been the challenger before and you know how much that challenger wants it and then you're the champion, I think you just want to hold on to it even more. But it's definitely hard because that person wants your championship and they want it bad and they're going to do anything to get it. So I think it's definitely a little bit harder to be able to be a champion and keep it than to get the championship. Taker or Shane? That's the money question. I'm going to put my money on Shane. Triple H or Roman Reigns? Here's the thing with that match. I don't dislike Roman Reigns. I don't really enjoy Roman Reigns. So I'm going to say Triple H. Dean Ambrose or Lesnar? Lesnar. And now, you've been wrestling for a few years now. And you're still relatively new to the business. What advice do you have for people who want to get into this industry? Find a great school to train at. Be in really, really good shape. And be prepared that this business is not easy. You have to really love it to be able to do it and be successful. Because it's not an easy thing to do. You have to sacrifice a lot. It's not overnight you can be on a show and win a title and have all the glory. It's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in the beginning, and you don't get a lot back with wrestling. But if you stick with it, wrestling will start to give back to you, and it all will be worth it, but you just have to get through the beginning. And then finally, do you have anything you'd like to promote, either Facebook, Twitter, merchandise, website? 
Sure. Um, my Facebook fan page is just Davian. Twitter and Instagram is at Davian underscore long. I do have 8x10s for sale. So if you want to send a message to my Facebook page, I can accept payments through PayPal and mail 8x10s. Also, Chaotic Wrestling April 8th is Cold Fury. The tickets just went on sale today for pre-order. It's at the Lowell Catholic School. So... It's going to sell out quick, so if you're interested, get your tickets now. Don't wait till last minute because Cold Fury is our biggest show of the year and it always sells out pretty fast. And also the day after, April 9th, I will be appearing at Lucky Pro Wrestling if anybody's interested in going to either of those two shows. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. And as always, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Radio and anywhere else where you listen to your podcasts. And in the meanwhile, while you're waiting for next week's episode, you can check out PopAnimeComics.com, my website where I write about comics, anime, and wrestling, as well as pop culture in various spots. So be sure to check it out, and you can follow us on Twitter at PopAnimeComics for all updates regarding this podcast and the website. And I hope to see you as a subscriber in the future. Until next week, everybody, have a wonderful week.